How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Hour two here on Friday. Sports Talk and jumping right into the action. We have Mark Ross, NFL Network analyst, joining us. Thank you for the time, Mark. And some pretty good timing with the latest news here between the Chicago Bears and Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I scripted that perfectly. It's a big, good deal, so I could talk about it tonight on the radio. <laughs> it's a heck of a deal. You know, I didn't think it would go down this fast for Chicago. Definitely didn't see Carolina coming up in there. I thought it'd be the Colts. They were saying that today that it'd be the Colts on there. But uh, you know, what a trade! You know, I think the the Bears got an excellent haul for getting out of that spot. Yeah, does it kind of feel like the the amount the Panthers gave up? Does it kind of feel like they had to outbid the Colts to get this done? Because it seems like throwing DJ Moore on top of that was just like, I didn't expect to see a name in there at all. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, the Bears just picked up two first round picks. And then, oh yeah, just this, this, this all pro receiver over here. Yeah, let's get him. Yeah, that was really the cherry on top for Chicago to get DJ Moore. And from what I've heard that they were really waiting that out. They wanted to get it done before he hit free agency. So they, could, they could lock him up. But uh, yeah, it's... I guarantee you that Ryan Poles, I've been saying it the whole time, Like this guy is in an unbelievable position because you had so many teams sitting up in there desperate for quarterbacks, you know, just flat-out desperate for quarterbacks. And when Jim Irsay just flat-out came out like, hey, we, you know, the guy from Alabama, we like him. So you already knew what they were talking about, where they were trying to go. So that just made it more important for everybody else to up the ante about what they were going to give up. Yeah, now the big question becomes, Mark, and we, all of our callers that we've been getting are asking us our opinion. So I want to ask you, where do you think the Panthers go with this pick? Which QB do they get? Is it going to be Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, maybe Will Levis, or could it even be Anthony Richardson, or is that too wild? Yeah, it, it, the Richardson-Levis, that's another conversation for another time, and even Stroud. But Bryce Young, to me, he, okay. is just, you know, he's a phenomenal player. He's by far the best player, and the only thing is the size. They keep talking about the size, the size, the size. But there's there's guys that are outliers. And the way he plays, the way he controls the game, his production, his leadership, you know, he just – when you watch him play, he looks like, man, this guy is in control of everything going on. And when you watch great NFL quarterbacks play, that's what they look like. So, Bryce Young, I, I would – you can't trade up and give up all that for Anthony Richardson or Levis or you know, even C.J. Stroud, who's, who's solid, but I don't think is a spectacular player. Bryce Young is the only one of that group to me that's saying, you know what, this guy can completely change our franchise on and off the field. Now, Mark, I feel like there's some competing philosophies in terms of making a trade like this. If you go on Twitter, the the word fleeced is trending, right? And anytime you trade <laughs> up into the top three, it feels like you are giving up a ton. But I think if you asked a lot of front offices, they would say you there's no price that's too high for the guy at quarterback. And I think that's where, if you're the Panthers – you make the argument that, like, yeah, we paid what it costs to go get a quarterback, and you just got to make sure you pick the right one. But where where do you land on that? Because I think the results are mixed in terms of some of the trades you look back on. Like, if you're the team that yep. ended up with, you know, Carson Wentz, you probably feel kind of differently yep. about about that trade. But if you're the 
team that ended up with Andrew Luck, you probably feel great about it. So where, where do you land? Yeah, on? so the history of trading up into the top five is not good, as you've seen that stat or, <laughs> that was trending in the last couple of weeks. So that, that is not good. But then you flip side of saying, okay, the Chiefs traded up to get Patrick Mahomes, and that's worth everything. They could have given up 10 draft picks right. to get Patrick Mahomes, and that's worth it. So it all just comes out to whoever they take at one, how that player turns out. And then let's revisit it in five years to say whether it's worth it or not. But right now, no one knows whether it's worth it. It looks like a lot. It seems like a lot. But if they trade up Bryce Young's at perennial Pro Bowl and they go to the Super Bowl, it was worth everything they gave up. We saw a word today, Mark, that the Saints are reportedly trying to, you know, renegotiate or have offered Jameis Winston a restructured deal to stay with the team as a, as a backup role, uh, trying to lower that cap hit to on his number uh, and not releasing him uh, come Wednesday when, you know, the NFL free agency opens, the new league year starts. Do you think there would be any kind of market as a starter for Jameis if released, or is he really considered your like, still like the, a backup kind of role? I, I, it's hard to imagine, for me at least, that any team would just hand over the reins to yeah. him as a starter right off the bat. It, yeah, it would be a team that it has an iffy quarterback situation and you're just bringing Jameis in there to sort of compete or be in the mix for it, but definitely not. Hey man, you're Jameis, you're our guy. You know he's had his chance, uh, played well in spurts for you guys, and but uh, just ultimately he's not going to get you where you need to go. So yeah, I think it's a great spot for him if he stays there. And yeah, Derek's been injured, so Jameis may get his chance, and he should be looking at it in that sort of way. To uh, you know, this is this is my chance, and who knows what's going to happen? I'm in a system in a place that I like, and uh, let's make the most of my career at this point. Yeah, it does feel like every year we, it's QB, QB contracts that we're talking about in terms of resetting the market and you know making your eyes pop in terms of the numbers. And I know you, you obviously have a connection with the Giants. What was your take on some of the, the numbers being thrown around around Daniel Jones, a, a player who's you know, 3,000 passing yards last year, right? Um, and and what, what did you think about that whole process? Yeah, I just always kind of knew that that was their priority, their number one priority, get Daniel Jones done and I think they didn't want to go above a certain number. They feel happy with that number. I, I, I personally don't feel like he's <laughs> worth that, but they, they were kind of stuck of, all right, do we pay him or not pay him? And then we have someone lesser. So it was almost as if they were paying him for, to not get worse. Um, because when you kind of break it down and see what he's done and his production at all, it, it doesn't warrant that. But you just got to pay guys nowadays. It's just the price of doing business. Yeah, and is it? It kind of feels like a, among teams, it's like everyone's kind of playing chicken of like, how dare you give that guy that contract? Because then it's like everyone else has to follow suit, and I think that's a, a little bit of what we're seeing with Lamar Jackson right now. And it's, it, I feel like it, it does kind of feel like a kind of resonating effect from the Deshaun Watson deal of like, no, teams don't want to give out full guaranteed contracts, and now we're kind of seeing this very odd game of game of chicken between Lamar and the Ravens and the rest of the league. Uh, you know, what, where do you see that going? Because to me, it kind of seems like it's all connected in the terms of no one wants to have to guarantee an entire contract, even though the Browns set that precedent. Yeah, I think the Lamar one for sure is the one where he's saying, I don't have an agent, just give me what he's got. And that's what's made it so difficult and hard, I think, to get it done uh, because Lamar is not going with any intricacies and bonuses and incentives right. and all that. 
you know, other players aren't in that sort of situation where they have that power or influence and production and winning that Lamar has. And so he's kind of the only one that can really do that. But yeah, the, the, the market is just out of control right now. And as we've seen that these guys have got signed in this cycle, it's not quite worth that, but that's just what you have to do. Looking at NFL free agency, obviously upon us next week. The Saints uh, here, we're, we're obviously interested to see what they're going to do, uh, even with that limited salary cap that they're dealing with every single year. doesn't seem to be a problem. They're able to uh, get the players that they're aggressively after. Is there anybody in this free agent market that you think has a reasonable price tag, maybe at running back or even on the defensive line, that could be someone this Saints team ends up targeting? You know, and I don't – I'm not going to point to specific guys. Um, you know, overall, I don't think this is a very strong free agent class. I think there's going to be some guys that get overpaid for what they really are worth. Um, so, you know, specifically for the Saints, they always kind of seem the way to be on the edge of the money and the cap and not having enough, and then they kind of pull something out of out of nowhere and sign guys. But you know, just overall, it's just. I'm on the network. We got to pump these guys up and talk about it, but it's just not not a strong class. And Mark, before I let you go, just wanted to ask about how things are going with the XFL. I know you're involved with that pretty heavily. Yeah, I'm the executive vice president of football operations. Uh, this is our fourth week, and yeah. so please check out some games on ABC, ESPN, uh, the networks, and you know, we've had a tremendous start so far. I think people watch it; it's it's exciting. It's a good product. Uh, the, the rules innovations that we have with the extra points and the, you know, the, the chance to go for it instead of an onside kick, the fourth and fifteen is tremendous. So, uh, you know, the access that we have with the, with Mike, the players and, and coaches mic'd up, and the video we have the sideline and our and Dean Blandino in the booth explaining rules. I think we just really have a nice product that people can watch, and we just got to keep it growing. Always appreciate your time, Mark. Uh, Mark Ross of the NFL Network, providing 24 live hours of free agents frenzy coverage over five days starting Sunday, noon central time. Again, Mark, thanks for the time. We'll be talking to you soon. Sure thing. My pleasure. Thanks, man. Steve and Jeff hanging out here on WWL Sports Talk. And give us a call, 504-260-1870. That's the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. Be back with more sports talk after the break here on WWL. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.